Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. You know, were we a little more resilient this year? I think so right away without, you know, diving right into it. And, and uh, you know, we handled uh, a lot of adversity, uh, you know, throughout the, the, the series here. Um, we played hard, like I said. It wasn't like we rolled over or anything like that. We, we were in every hockey game as far as our compete level. Um, so, yeah, I think we improved in that area, but obviously there's a lot of areas that were the same. That's all fine and great. I need, I need Bill Guerin's unfiltered, uncensored take on I what think, happened. I think you're going to get that uh, as, as we're recording. I believe their uh, oh. end-of-the-season press conference well, was mon- is Monday morning. It is, Monday morning. it is right now. Actually, our let's see here. Okay, so Jesse Pierce, friend of Judd's Hockey Show. Say, huh? And of also North. of Purple Daily. I love Jess. That's right. Score North contributor, mm-hmm. Jesse Pierce. So she just tweeted, Gustafson speaks to the media for exit day. Quote, I've had so much fun all year, he said. We had a tough start to the season, and then I thought we kind of took off. I've had so much fun all year. I want to know what Garen thinks. There's no fun allowed here. Spurgy, (laughs) Gus Bus, this is about bleeping winning, not hard work, not having fun. No fun. Nope. No fun until Mm -hmm. you get to the second round and advance from there. Two game sixes. Saturday, as I tweeted, the compete was so high. It was great. Just grit and grime down to the wire. Just a lot of caring. And then you had the wild. It was fun. Our local Bantam team. They had a great time. (laughs) Hey, guys, when's the pizza party? Whose mom's driving? (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, that's that's probably a good segue. Okay. Wow. I love that Judd's just off the rails. I've been worked up for so three days. Just ask Now on Mackie and Judd. This chart makes it as clear as I can to you. The pie chart of blame. You want to blame somebody? The Rock knows how you feel about pie. All right, this this pie chart of blame, is this for the series or for the season, or what's the what's the lens this that we're viewing? Ser- oh, no, it's the series. It's the For the series. series. Okay. Yeah, because the season, I mean, the season was great fun. Everyone had a good time. You know, we carpooled to practice all the time. No, I, I, I want to talk about when it actually meant something. Okay, so this is the pie chart of blame, Judd's pie chart of wild blame for a disappointing six-game series loss to the Stars presented by our friends at Underdog Fantasy, Declan. Yeah, Underdog Fantasy is still the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports. You know, and I know the Wolves and Wild are done. 
doesn't mean you know you can't take some prop bets. Uh, maybe on the Warriors. Maybe on some D'Angelo Russell. You got some prop bets you could make there. Okay, you could still actually have some lot of a uh, lot of different bets you could make with your old friends on Minnesota sports teams who are still living in the playoffs at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, first-time users, promo bonus with uh, the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Show us those slips and go download the Underdog Fantasy app. Okay, before we get to Judd's pie chart here, some, some breaking NHL news. What's the most random NHL news I can throw at you? I think it might be this. The Athletic has confirmed Snoop Dogg is buying the Ottawa Senators. What? Oh, he's involved in a group? Snoop Dogg is involved in a group led by Nico Sparks to purchase the Ottawa Senators. Really? Well, he's a huge <laughs> hockey guy. I know. Because what I, I believe, if I am correct on this, I think the expectation was that the Ryan Reynolds group yeah, Reynolds. had a really good chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's Canadian. To get the team. And, yeah, he's yeah. a big fan. Yeah. And they had a bunch of successes at Wrexham, this whole yeah. thing, or the, this, uh-huh. this uh, yeah, soccer team. Yeah, they've been team. promoted to, like, the third league. Fourth league, I believe. Fourth, yes. Yeah, just really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a cool story, I guess. Anyways, all right, here's Judd's pie chart of blame. The Rock knows how right. you feel about pie. So I literally sat down last night and had to start throwing people off the pie chart of blame boat because I ran out of, of percentage percentages to give guys. So strap in. I got seven pieces of pie. It should be more, but I just... I couldn't seven, do it. let's go. I couldn't do it seven. because there were the certain people who had to get a certain amount, Okay. I didn't want to leave the most important people out. I'm going to start at the bottom and, as always, work my way up. All right. 3%, a small little 3% slice goes to Marcus Johansson, who was so good down the stretch but was on the ice for 12 goals against. That's right, 12 goals against in this series. What? He was a plus minus 5, but the 12 goals against factor in penalty kill goals or power play goals by Dallas. And if there was, like, a silhouette for this entire series, it might be Marcus Johansson reaching out with his stick, hopelessly beaten. Yes, Declan, just for those of you watching, Declan just did a great job at hopelessly beaten um, on the penalty kill as the Dallas Stars, as Rope Hintz scores again or gets an assist again. Marcus Johansson on the ice for 12 goals against. Yeah, what what would the pie chart of blame be for that three percent of him being on? Like, what of those twelve goals scored when he's on the ice? How would you divvy up that pie chart for him? Well, like, how responsible was he for those twelve goals? I'm curious. Um, they all played a role, but the fact was, like, how many times did we need to see him, as Declan did, extending himself hopelessly out of the play before you said, you know what, yeah. this penalty killing thing, not it's not working out. We'll get to the man to blame. Believe me. But anyway, Marcus Johansson, you get a 3% chunk. Okay. This is a guy I'd like to give more to, but again, I couldn't because I had to divvy this thing up very carefully, um, surgically, if you will. 3% goes to Matt Zuccarello. So here's the thing. He had two goals and tied for the team lead with five points. Now, the two goals came in the Game 3 route of the Stars, uh, in which the, the Wild played fabulous at home and really, you know, again, took a 2-1 lead. Set up an expectation, but Matt Zuccarello never developed a bit of chemistry with Kaprizov once once Kaprizov came back. Like, it was just, poof, gone. And if you go back and look, the amount of turnovers and stupid passes that he was responsible for was off the charts. Like, he made a lot of what I would call subtle losing plays. Mm. You had to be watching to see them, but they were there. 
So ultimately, two goals and five points, very hollow, very hollow. Um, he gets th- 3%. Dude, you're a veteran. You're on the first line. You clearly weren't going to be moved off that first line. I got to have more. I didn't get it, 3%. Yeah, I would actually move that up. I thought he was I, terrible. I know I the five points, those are very hollow five points, and obviously he's not the superstar players that are responsible for scoring goals. I know you're going to get to it, but I thought he was legitimately the worst player on the ice for the Wild throughout this whole playoff series. He was And you might horrible. be right. And you might be right. I just, look, I, this process, I put more work and it tortured me than any game <laughs> did for that damn team. So believe me, I struggled to divvy this up correctly. I do feel, Dex, like you're going to like the next two because I don't think that these guys' names have been used in vain enough, but we're going to rectify that right. here. You won't, the Rock knows how you you won't hear this high. on the flagship. <laughs> Nine percent. Or Bally Sports or Bally Sports North. I'm just saying there's a lot of blame. There's a lot of blame here that I want to get out. There's a lot to get off my chest. It's been I, a weekend. I did see some people complaining about like the local media outlets that carry the games that there was a little bit too much sugarcoating for some fans' taste. I saw some of that in our Twitter. I I didn't hear like what they were saying, but that there really is no reason to go easy. Like they just, yeah, they 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 blew the series. What? About, okay, sorry. What about the notion that the that the best team won the series? That the stars regular season were the best team. Stars were favored. The Vegas line, everything. Like ultimately, the stars were the best team going into the series. They won the series, so therefore we should exonerate the Wild. Here's what I think the problem with that is. Okay. And, and here's where, here's where again, we didn't hear nearly enough criticism. The best team might have won, but the Wild, for two games, punted. Those last two games were disgusting. And for Dean to get up there and say, you know, there's no problem with work here, that's a bunch of garbage, man. You're gaslighting your entire um, fan base. And furthermore, you're covering your own ass. Your last two games, the, if it's possible... The last, because I, I watched all of the games on Saturday and Sunday, I'm more worked up now than I was on Friday. I saw competition. I saw playoff hockey. I saw sacrifice. I saw people that wanted it. And and guess what? For those who say, well, the best team won. Phil, you've been saying this for how long? Since we started. It's hockey. The Boston Bruins just were eliminated by the Panthers. What, mm-hmm. 40 43-point discrepancy, Declan? That's what's annoying. It's like hockey is... So don't give me that crap. Hockey is very random, unless you're the Minnesota Wild. Correct. Yes. That's what kind of pisses me off. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so in any given year, the Kings can get hot with Jonathan Quick and make a run as a 7 or an 8 seed to the Cup Finals, or the the Panthers can knock off the highest-scoring team in NHL history. So all these crazy things can happen unless you're the wild. You just, no matter what the circumstances are, you just get beat in a five or six game series in the first round. The Kraken beat Colorado last night, game seven. Mm -hmm. So don't give me this. Well, first of all, if Dallas was the the best team between those two teams, Declan, it was very small, right? Like it wasn't this big gap. So don't give it. It's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. I, I completely agree. It's Joe was actually pretty tame on Friday during event line. I was, I think, a little bit more worked up. Our fans were worked up that joined us. Uh, so this is now this is now all coming out from Judd. I tried to keep things calm. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, sports therapy is all about knowing when to when to try and be calm and when to lose it. And now I've just about lost it. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. All right, 
9% slice of pie goes to Jonas Brodine. All right? I sing his praises constantly, and I think he is a very good player. That being said, he was on the ice for nine goals against, including seven power play goals against. All right? Jonas Brodine is a marvelous defensive player. He's a stabilizer. He's the exact type of guy who is not supposed to be on the ice for seven power play goals against. Mm. 9%. Step right up. I expect more. You can't disappear when the playoffs start. The regular season is there to get you to the playoffs. The playoffs are when you shine. It's remarkable 9%. how, uh, and, and I know there's still a piece of pie left, but it has been the same defensive core for the Wild throughout this whole losing streak of eight first-round exits. It's been Spurgeon, Rodine. Dumba, it's been the same. Some, with, su- some suitor you in know, there. There's some, some suitor, suitor in there. Jake Middleton's now been here for a, for a few playoff series, but those three guys, specifically Brodeen, Spurgeon, Dumba, have all each logged, you know, an average, I'm sure, of 19 to 21 minutes per playoff game and have little to no impact on, on the winning, uh, or have little to no impact on the winning of those playoff series either. Can Faber change that in the coming years? Hopefully. Well, he can help, but... You might have to change the face of a few guys. I'm not advocating for... I I like Brodeen, and I don't think that he should be gone. But I'm about to give a slice of pie to a guy that, the more I think about it, I might shop his ass. 10%. Again, not nearly as much as I think he deserves, but I had to withhold pie slices. Percentages. 10% Jared Spurgeon. Get this, okay? Get this. He was on the ice, and like this goes exactly what Dexa said. He was on the ice for 14 of the Stars' 21 goals in the series and six of the nine power play goals. Mm. This He was, the last time the Wild played a Pete DeBoer team, which was the Vegas Golden Knights in 21, Jared Spurgeon, in, in that series, which went the full seven games, was a minus six. So he was on the ice, non-power play or shorthanded or... Um, Penalty kill goals against. He was on. He was a minus six when it was five on five, essentially, or four on four, in twenty one against the Golden Knights. Yeah. And this is where I think what Declan said is a hundred percent right. I think you got to start to look at this man. I think you got to start to look at this. I mean, he's a great regular season player, but is he built for literally because of his size? Is he built for the playoffs? I don't know, man. The, you have to. And you have to draw bad stats. The Timberwolves have the same conundrum. It's you have to sort of balance the emotional letdown of another bad playoff series with smart, forward-thinking roster construction that can get you to where you want to go and not just saying, let's get his ass out of here because they lost, right? Like, I'd want to know, just right. like with Carl Anthony Towns, and we will get to on another episode today of, of Mackie and Judd, a very juicy rumor, but... What are you getting for Spurgeon? Because you do need Absolutely. to perform well in the regular season, too, like to get to the playoffs. So I'm not just going to trade him for a second-round pick or something. But nope. But I'm, open, I'm open-minded I'm at this point. Unless you're Kaprizov, there's probably three guys I'm not trading on this team. And everyone else is open for business if you can make your team better. Yeah, Spurgeon's playoff um, performances, I, I think, run very counter to what, what we see in the regular season and he plays such an important role i don't know that that is acceptable like to me at some point in time because it's not just uh it's not just uh well it's two bad playoff series or one 
it's an extension of, okay, at some point, it becomes a Lifetime Achievement Award, and I don't yeah. mean that in a good way. So no. anyway, something to think about. Okay, um, okay we're going to now, we have three slices left, and here are the big ones. 20% goes to Matt Boldy. Mm. No goals and three assists, a minus five in six games, and a complete no-show, I think that's safe to say, after he signed a seven-year, $49 million contract and had a marvelous march, the contract kicks in next year. But, I mean, he basically, if if this was a play, if there was a play each spring called the Wild Playoff, and then in quotations, funny, run, because it's not a run, um, and and Kevin Fiala called in sick th- this year, and there had to be a stand-in, and the stage announcement is made, playing the role of Kevin Fiala, is Matt Boldy. It was the same disappearing act, and it was inexcusable. Um, there was probably one game where I felt I saw him. I, there, there's a difference between being snake bit, well, that's hockey, and not scoring and disappearing, okay? There is an eye test here, and Matt Boldy failed the eye test miserably. And I don't think there's any excuse for that. I really don't. Like, what are we still saying? Ah, uh, it's playoffs. He's new. Well, he played in the playoffs last year. What this is was it? disturbing. And I get, I, I and, and you've got more slices here, but like different players. Some of the, some of the players have kind of like the the defensemen that you just mentioned have kind of gone across two different eras of wild hockey. But you can change the coach, you can change the GM, you can change some of the players. And for what twelve years, basically, it's been the same result outside of a couple first round series wins. It's isn't it just kind of amazing that. Young player after young player, and then even the players that emerge into their primes. But outside of a, a goal or two here or there, Grandlin was a playoff bust. Yeah. Uh, Zucker was famously a playoff bust with yeah. this team. Coyle yeah. was a regular season and playoff bust, I would argue. It's just amazing. Like, can't one year, can't some of these dudes just elevate? Why can't Boldy just score three goals in a series and you win in six or seven games? It's just, why can't? Why can't Zucker just go bonkers for five goals in the series against the Blues or somebody? It's just, it's kind of, it's so weird. It's 12 years of the same pattern. And and you see guys like Wyatt Johnston, who's 19 years old, by the way, with the Stars, who scored 30 goals. Like, the Stars, pun intended, star players showed up. They showed up. Rope Hints was awesome. Um, They have plenty of great depth, obviously, with great offensive scoring players. This kid, Wyatt Johnson, is 19 years old, and he shows up in the playoff series. Matt Boldy is also in his early 20s and is just a ghost. Like, it's a wanted poster. Have you seen Matt Boldy? Section 102, have you seen Matt Boldy? Where the hell is he? Uh, Their players, their consistent core and star players, fail to show up in big moments for them. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, the Rock I, knows how you feel about pie. And just quickly, before anyone, because I'm sure it'll be, be said, it's already being used. You know, well, Yule Erickson X, Yule Erickson X was out. What are they supposed to do? He's their best center, blah, blah, blah. All right, Joe Pavelski got hurt in game one. He is an incredibly important part of mm-hmm. Dallas. Tyler Sagan stepped up, took his role. They absolutely were fine. So, you know, guys get hurt in the playoffs. This isn't about guys being hurt. This is about – and and this comes back to games five and six to me, which were non-competitive games. Felino got tossed, and you freaked like Gretzky got thrown out. Uh, game six, game six, you get off to a great start. You have Hartman almost score. Dallas comes down and scores, and you're just done. So that's what this is about. Mm. Uh, all right, 20% to Boldy, 25% no surprise to Kirill Kaprizov. Wow. Um, went from seven goals in six games last spring against the Blues to one power play goal in game one. And then as the Athletic pointed out after that, after that game one power play goal, he went 373 minutes and eight seconds without a single point. Um, I thought he played well in game four. I thought he was part of the problem again in game five and six. But playing well in game four is not enough. Not when you're at, what, nine mil a season? Um, Not when you are expected to do more? Well, he's hurt. Okay, well, you know what? Again, everybody's hurt. You know, Dallas had guys who were probably hurt who are are going to go play in the second round. Um, Kirill's lack of of production, Kirill's play, not acceptable. And this is now two series that... Uh, Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov is a member of the Wild has played against a Pete DeBoer team, also going back to that Golden Knights series. And I think he's got a total of, what, Dex, a couple of goals across 13 games. Yeah, it, so, he was great, obviously, last year against the Blues. He was their whole offense. But yep. but he has been now shut down twice, and Peter DeBoer's kind of been the figurehead of, of, his, of him being shut down in the playoffs. And if you shut him down, you're probably going to, you know, if someone would have said, hey, the, the Stars are going to shut down Kaprizov almost entirely in this series. I said, "Wow, the Wild made it a six-game series. Still, doesn't it, it doesn't excuse it? Well, I think that's what we do sometimes. Is well, what are you supposed to do? Kaprizov got shut down. Find a way to unlock him. I don't know. <laughs> well, or if if someone had come to me at the beginning of the series and said Kaprizov's going to be shut down, but it goes six games, I'd say, okay, that's awesome because Boldy played really well. Yeah, not it's Freddy actually kind of a miracle. Three goals. The fact that it it went six games and Boldy and Kaprizov were on milk cartons is kind of." Kind of amazing in itself. Hang the banner. I'm celebrating, actually, now that you're going. The more you go through this pie chart, I'm like, wow, they, they grinded their asses off. Knows. Pretty what amazing. Great season. Yeah. <laughs> Extend Dino again. Uh, speaking of Dean Evison, he is going to get the final chunk, 30%. Um, again, ideal world, I would like to give everybody more. I wish it was a 200% pie, but it's a 100% pie, and so I've got to cut Dean off at 30%. Um this is not just for this playoff. It's also a a cumulative wild playoff award to Dean, who is now eight and fifteen in four first round series, all of which have been losses. Who was one and twelve as coach of the American Hockey League, Milwaukee Admirals, and had four first round losses. Who has not won a playoff series since he was coaching in the Junior Western Hockey League, where he won two first-round series, and never got past the second round. 
He oversaw a team that gave up nine power play goals on 24 chances while his power play was 4-4-22. Four, four, um, he had a goaltender coming off a marvelous 51-save game with a day of rest. Oh, he was too tired. He's a young man with a day of rest. And he decided that he was going to stick to how we've always done things this year, which is the flower starts. He was taken to school at every turn by Pete DeBoer, who's a good coach, but he 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 ain't Scotty Bowman. He ain't one of the greats here. Um, 30% goes to Dean, who I don't, according to reports, is safe. Um, and I understand that the, the Wild probably does not want to pay him. I think he has a couple years left on his contract. Um, but I don't see him as the answer for any playoff success ever. Wow. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's hard to sort of debate the resume, the, the yeah. postseason resume that you just put out there. So why would there not be a consideration here? Why, why would you, as a franchise that's trying to, if you're Craig Leopold and you're Bill Guerin, Bill Guerin doesn't give a rip about just like having a pretty good regular season and getting in, right? Right. As you're objectively looking at every aspect of your franchise, I'm not saying he has to be fired, but why would it not be a conversation just looking at the whole landscape here? Wouldn't you say, because right, you're, you're not, it's not like you have a bunch of cap space. What are the levers that you can pull here? Well, you, you don't have right. cap space. You could make a couple trades, but you, you, the biggest lever you could pull is find a coach that gets more out of the same crew or a similar crew in the postseason, right? So yes. wouldn't you at least have a discussion about pulling that lever? I think it's an internal discussion. Um, but I also think that they are I think they are reluctant to pay him for a couple of years. And so I, I, I think the decision won't come down to, well, he did a good job. I think the decision will come down to um you know what? We paid Boudreaux to go away. We paid a bunch of guys. I think there gets a certain. I, I think there, there's a certain breaking point on the owner's part about that. There's also a conversation to be had too about what the future, the immediate uh, future, is going to hold, because the Prezi and Suter buyouts are going to tighten the cap by another two million dollars next season. So mm. it's going to go up again. Um, I think there's an episode to be done here, either with us or JHS, talking about what the plan should be for next year. I think you are to a point where you also have to play the kids. Uh, and if you miss the playoffs, you, you just do. Because here's the thing. This was fun, right? And you put together this well-constructed team, totally different than last year. You made these trades. It's going to be a tougher team. And it's the exact same result. So clearly this formula is not working. Yeah. You know, Marco Rossi, it's go time, guys. Like, let's get done with this. Well, he needs more seasoning, and okay, that's been two years of that crap. He was the ninth overall pick. Yeah, no, can he play? Can he play? You, yes, e exactly. And and there's only one place to find out, and it's here. And that doesn't mean because he struggles for twenty games, he's a bust. It means you got to play him for eighty. Now, if he struggles for eighty games, that might be a huge problem. But it's time to find out. And this greater good of both, but the veterans, we, we owe them more. Well, the last time I checked, the veterans have been golfing after the first round for the last eight years. You owe them nothing at this point. Yeah. Wow, there it is. A fired up Judd Zolgad here. <laughs> Two days of great hockey. I had to watch that BS on Friday. You know who's not a bust? Our friends at EcoFun, okay? And it is scooter season for yeah, those right. of you who partake. And if you want 
a real adult scooter. You can save $300 off the total price of a new Yamaha Zuma 125 fuel-injected scooter. <laughs> Lowest price ever. Also, let's see here. Um, beat the man at the pump this summer with scooters that average 100 to 120 miles per gallon. No interest financing on all scooters for up to one year. They also have great deals on side-by-sides. Eco-fun. It can also save 400 bucks on electric bikes. Eco-fun. Check them out. So 3% Marcus Johansson, 3% Zuccarello, 9% over to Brodeen, back to Spurgeon for 10%. Over to Boldy, Cycles to Kaprizov. And Dean Everson gets the biggest chunk of pie here at 30%. Seven slices on that Judd Zolgad pie. The Rock knows how you and there could have been more. Pie. Has anyone done the, the unprecedented act of putting a second pie in the oven for a pie chart of blame. Did you do that once? I feel I feel like we did that once for somebody. Just here's 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 but five slices, but oh this. my god, look, there's another pie in here. It could have been done for this. I, I <laughs> took out Felino. I took out a couple of people. Felino would have been on mine. He just kinda he kinda derailed a couple games by just being a hooligan. <laughs> or just being uncoordinated. I don't know. There, I believe he uh I think in six games he had thirty six Minutes and penalties. Yeah, dude, calm down. A lot of penalties. This is not 1986, guy. Okay, just stop. Stop flailing your skates. Stop. Anyways, um, we will have a note on what this wild playoff loss meant in historical context over on the other episode of Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. You're home for daily Minnesota sports entertainment, speculation, and on days like today, therapy.